everyone. Happy Halloween. Welcome back for another episode of the Love Low podcast. Today we are talking about manifesting and deja vu. I am currently sitting in my car and it is raining and that is a wonderful mood for me. I like the somberness. I like the bit of ambience around me. It's going to make talking about this topic great. However, it also means that you will also be listening to raindrops on my car. So just enjoy that. Picture that you're sitting with me in my car and we're just vibing and we're sitting together and we're chatting. All things spooky. Alright, I will also be using the notes app on my phone as I'm recording on my phone. So we're going to see how that goes and we'll move on from there. Last week after posting my last episode, I also posted a poll onto my Instagram story asking what you guys wanted to hear for your Halloween special. And it was about 50-50 for manifesting and deja vu and talking about dreams because I have a journal where I have written down almost like 70 dreams over the past few years. And so because it was split, I'm going to go with manifesting and deja vu first because that was the first um, option. And then we'll make another episode another time about my dreams because I could talk about that for hours. But this is also quite interesting to me. So to start out, if you don't already know, deja vu is when you feel like you've been someplace or in a moment before. So it's when you feel like an event is playing that has already happened. Like if you've ever... I don't know, walked into a room and been like, oh, I feel like I've walked into the room at this exact time with like that book on that bookcase right there that I'm looking at. It just feels like it reminds you of something that's happened, but is actively happening. And so this has happened a lot to me in my life. And the most, the, the most prominent time that I can remember was a car ride home from gymnastics when I was younger. And what happened is we were passing under a bridge that was also around a corner so like you go under the bridge and around a corner at the same time but on a main road like on a highway so you're going really fast and you really can't see it before but as we were passing underneath the bridge I like just about jumped out of my seat and I like gasped and uh, my coach was driving me home she's like oh my god are you okay and I'm like yeah I'm fine sorry uh for some reason I thought we were running into something or I, 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 I just saw something on the road and I just like had this sudden shock of memory of, oh my God, there's something on the road. And so I was like, but there was nothing there. And it was really strange. And then about three days later, where she's driving me home from practice again, and we hit the brakes at that exact spot because there is a massive like buck deer um, split in half on the road. And it was terrible and disgusting, but it was huge. And it was only two lanes going under a bridge and turning. So you had to swerve into the second lane. And then also it's a highway. So there's a lot of cars going really fast. So a lot of people were like stopping and stuff. So we had to like hit the brakes and swerve around this giant buck in the middle of the road. And then to the side of that was a car that had hit it and was off to the side of the road. Like, obviously, I don't know about totaled, but like it was dented and it was clear, like someone hit the, the deer, like maybe a few minutes before. And as soon as that happened, uh, I just remember being like, holy shit, like that was, that was me. Like literally three days ago, I I saw this happen and it was, and I haven't had anything quite that prominent happen before, but I will never get over that that happened and that I physically remember seeing it happen a few days before it happened. And so since then I've had, and before that, I've had a lot of things that just feel familiar. I've had, I think everyone's experienced deja vu at least once before, or, you know, if you haven't, you probably will at some point. And I don't know if sometimes it's just your brain drawing a connection to something that looks familiar and so you feel like you're remembering something, but then you're also recognizing that it hasn't happened, this place just looks familiar. Let me backtrack. I dream almost every single night. 
And when I dream, I am often lucid in those dreams. And a lucid dream is a dream where you are where you are aware that you are dreaming. And so I have been lucid dreaming and seen deja vu in my dreams before, where I am in a dream and it's not a reoccurring dream, but the place that I'm in in the dream, I feel like I've seen before. And maybe it is reoccurring, but because it's also coupled with um, lucid dreaming, I just end up being confused, actually, and being like, oh, I've been here before in a dream. And then when I think that, I start lucid dreaming. So, so let me explain lucid dreaming a little bit more too. So a lucid dream is, again, where you become aware that you were dreaming while you were still dreaming. And for me, when that happens, it often takes a trigger. It takes something to help me recognize that this is actually a dream. Because most of the time when you dream things, you just believe it. You're fully immersed in it and you completely believe that whatever's happening is actually happening. And that's a pretty universal feeling. But when you're lucid dreaming, you're feeling that everything's happening and you can tell it's happening. You're still physically in the dream, like walking, talking, breathing there. But you also know that it is that it's not real. It's very trippy at times. And a simple example was a recent one I had where my mom and I were in my our front yard. And she was asking for help landscaping a little area on a hill. During the dream, I couldn't get a good view of what she wanted. And I was like, oh, this would be much easier if I could get higher up. And mom goes, oh, well, you know you could fly. And I was like, well, yeah, I know I can fly. And she's like, how do you know that? And I said, well, because I'm dreaming. And she goes, well, how do you know you're dreaming? I'm just asking you with help with the yard. And I said, here, I'll show you. And then I like flew up into a tree above that area that she was looking at. So I just like helped her point. We just continued. We like figured out what we wanted for the yard and stuff. And then while I was at the top of the tree, I started getting really nervous and like dizzy like I actually would if I was high up someplace. Mom just yelled out to me and she's like, oh, well, why don't you think of something pleasant? And then you'll come down thinking of that pleasant thing. Just focus on not uh, flying instead or floating instead of falling. And so I did. So for me, like I thought about Tyler and I said, okay, I'm going to decide that I'm going to float down and Tyler will be down at the bottom. So if anything bad happens, that's my boyfriend. If anything bad happens, like he can catch me. And so I like half fell, but mostly like floated down and then Tyler was down there and I was like, oh, thanks for coming. And he's like, yeah, I'm always here. And I was like, awesome. Thank you. And then I woke up and it was very strange because I was, I just made a conscious decision while I was completely unconscious. And so I've had a lot of dreams before where I'll be somewhere that I know for a fact I've never been before or even seen before places that just like either aren't real or, um, or have aspects to them that aren't real like a water park that's made entirely of real life waterfalls and they're huge and like dangerous and stuff and you go through them and then I come to that water like park but it's actual water like there's no concrete or anything it's like in the forest in the woods and I'm like oh I've been here before but I know this isn't a place that actually exists so I've just been in this dream before and then the instead of being a recurring dream where it's the same place the same thing happening it's the same place and the same thing, but the whole plot of the story changes because I'm lucid and I'm making active decisions, which means I'm making different decisions than I would have if I was just dreaming it and passing it by. So it's very strange for me. And it's, uh, it's, it's, that's, that's just my brain. That It just happens. I've had a lot of lucid dreams where um, my decisions only work if I like picture it without a doubt. And then if I do doubt, the picture I'm trying to make happen like goes wrong sort of like when I was in that tree and I had to actively like I had chosen to fly up before but because I was 
feeling scared at the top of the tree, I was like, oh, well, maybe this is real because if I fall down, I'm going to get hurt. If I had 100% confidence that I was dreaming, then I would just fly down because why would I worry about falling if I'm dreaming? But because I had a slight bit of doubt, I had to change it and I had to convince myself that I could just like float down. And I've had instances of this happen in nightmares, actually, where maybe someone's chasing me. Uh, One nightmare I remember that used to be reoccurring for me was when I was younger, I used to be terrified of needles. And I'm still not a fan of them, but when I was younger, it was a very real fear for me. And I remember having this one dream where I was in a hospital that was sort of like a gymnasium, just full of like all their sterile equipment and hospital beds and curtains and everything everywhere in this giant gymnasium. And in the dream, the doctors were all looking at me to try to give me a shot with this giant like horse tranquilizer needle. And so I was running underneath tables and hiding and such. And I got underneath this one table and I thought I was safe. And then suddenly they pull back the curtain that was covering me and the table and yank me out. And they're like, you thought you could run. And then they stab me with the needle. And it's terrifying. But I had another dream of that later where I'm running from the doctors again. I'm hiding underneath tables. And as they come up to pull me out, I just decided, like I actively decided. I was like, nope, you can't see me. This is unreal you can't see me. And so they walked up to the table as if they were about to pull the curtain. And I just decided, I was like, you cannot see me. And they walked away. I've had other dreams where someone was chasing me with like a knife or something like that. And when they caught up to me and were about to stab me, I was like, you're not real. This is just a dream. And the thing that was chasing me, like grabbed me and pulled my face really close to theirs. And where it's like, are you sure about that? And then stabbed me. And it was terrifying because they responded to my conscious self. And I've had a lot of nightmares like that. And oh, it gets me every time. But but that's just a peek into the dream stuff. I can dive more on that in another episode. What I really want to focus on is manifesting. Manifesting, to me, since I've spent so much time lucid dreaming and having deja vu and all these things, manifesting to me is like lucid dreaming and deja vu, except you're doing it all backwards. So instead of running into something and feeling like it's happened before you will it to happen and you put energy into it as if you were deciding it is going to happen and actively believe it will happen or has already happened and this to me is very much just the science of willpower mind over matter and all that if you put something out into the world you're going to you're gonna receive back that i very much so believe and so about two years ago two and a half years ago maybe um it was the summer before my junior year of college and I wanted to make changes in my life and I felt like I wasn't able to convince myself to do what I needed to do or to find what I needed to find. And so I started researching into manifesting and I looked up, I took notes, I wrote down notes and I watched videos and I read articles and stuff about the psychology behind it, but then also about some of like the spiritual beliefs around it. And for me, I was really looking for the science part of it. While I do believe in spirits and things like that, I tend to also believe that ignorance is bliss in some areas. And I would like to not put myself in a position where I'm open to things that um, are not welcome, like a bad energy or something like that. But I did believe that putting out into the energy is something as if something has already happened. Not that it wills it to happen, but it, I think it tricks your brain into treating yourself and your life like it's already happened. So a little way I would do that, like I wanted to manifest being more focused and studying more for my classes. That was a really hard habit for me to make. I am a chronic procrastinator. That summer, I spent a lot of time 
where uh, one way I researched manifesting was to write down a couple I am statements. So I picked three and I wrote, I am productive, I am focused, and I am motivated with I am capital I in all caps. And I would write that down at least once every day. And I didn't keep up with it for super long, but when I wasn't remembering to write it down, I was remembering to look in the mirror and say those things to myself. And so I was cementing this idea in my brain that I am these things already. Not, I am going to be productive or I am going to become motivated. Just, I am already those things. It sort of just tricks your brain into doing those things anyways. So for me, as long as I was keeping it up, I was very productive and I was getting everything done that I needed to get done. I was feeling motivated about my life and about my studies and I was really happy. That was just one little way that I was doing it. And that actually started in spring before the end of my sophomore year. Come summer, uh, during spring of my sophomore year, I had gone through a breakup that like absolutely crushed me at the time. I came around to like midway through the summer. I had done the whole Tinder thing. I had, you know, tried talking to people that my friends were setting me up with and I just wasn't interested. I was like, I don't, I don't want to date. I just want my person. And I, since I was very young, have always envisioned a person for me. I've always thought about what he would be like. And so I began thinking about manifesting a relationship. And I wasn't sure how I felt about, you know, some people will do like, I don't know, sort of witchcraft sort of stuff to like give themselves a relationship or things like that. And I didn't want to do that. I just wanted to see if I could literally manifest, literally bring it forward into my life as if it's already happened. This isn't just something with myself. This is something with finding someone and being in a place. The first thing I learned about it when you're manifesting something like that is you have to be 1000% committed to it. You can't just think, well, I really want someone, but like if something else small comes around, I'll just, you know, settle for that or, uh, or be unwilling to be alone. I had to fully accept. I'm like, if I actually want the right person, I have to be willing to wait for that person and be willing actually willing because a lot of people will say yeah I can be alone I'm fine with being alone and then you're like absolutely torn to shreds every time you're alone and so I had to really be okay with being alone and also simultaneously accept that I know what I want and so one of the things I did was I wrote a letter and I don't remember everything about the psychology behind reading this except that it reinforces some of the things I'm already saying is that I wrote a letter about exactly the person I wanted to meet and I wrote it in the past tense as if I had already met them and I still have that letter actually and I wrote about where I met them and how I felt with them around and what they were like and how we related to each other and I even wrote about just like a physical scenario like something about like like oh this person was like over for dinner and it was like this and all these things and it was just really great and I just I was manifesting that that is who I'm like that person does exist and this has happened and I'm going to meet this person just with com complete commitment and I also began manifesting in the writing as well so I had that letter and I sealed it and I'd read that you shouldn't open it until you thought that you found like that whatever you wrote in the letter has come true and I was like yeah 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 I'm gonna write this it'll be a good distraction and then you know we'll see where it goes but I also wrote a couple keywords that I added to my I am statements every day. So instead of just writing, I am motivated, I am, you know, whatever else I said. I don't remember off the top of my head. But instead of just writing that, I also would write at the bottom of that page. And I kept it in one of those little tiny like staples flip book notebooks. And I'd write at the bottom just a sentence. And I would write, 
um, not a sentence, just a couple words that described what I wanted in that relationship. So I think I wrote patience, love. I think I wrote campus because I wanted to meet the person on campus. Like, I don't know why. That was just something that was important to me. We can dive into the psychology behind that for me because I have a lot of issues with my home and how, how I was feeling, especially at that time, about the people surrounding where I live. And so I really wanted this to be someone that was, wasn't from my home. But I think I wrote, like, patience, love, campus or something like that. And I wrote it every day. Not every day, but, like, pretty consistently every day. And about halfway through the summer, I've just been, like, now spending... Or this, I guess this was, like, towards the end of the summer, I do a beach trip with a bunch of people from college. And one of the girls on the trip does tarot cards. And I have a lot of thoughts about tarot cards, the good things about it, the bad things about it. But I trusted that she had done this. For, she, I'd heard her talk a lot about it. And so anyways, I just, I decided I was going to like trust it and just be like, yeah, sure, whatever. So she was doing readings for a couple of the friends just for fun on the beach. And so finally she turns to me. She's like, Lauren, do you want me to do yours? I was like, yeah, sure, I guess. And so I sit down and this isn't someone I super knew well. Like I knew her enough on the trip that like I could go and it wouldn't be weird. And like I'd heard her talk about these things, but like we didn't hang out one-on-one we hadn't even really hung out in a group setting like more than twice before. I sort of just trusted her by association, but like we were not close whatsoever. We sit down, she starts laying out the cards and I think it was like whatever the throne one is and then the tower with the person like alone in it and then there was another one. And anyways, the first one she pulls, she starts talking about, she's like, wow, you feel, you felt like I see a lot of like loneliness and such and I was like well way to call me out in front of everyone here right now but I was like yeah yeah that sounds about right and then she was all right you're and then there was some card about like fighting and coming on top or something like that she's like you are actively making decisions to fight for something and whether that's for yourself or someone else I'm not sure and then she flips over the last card she did three and the third one she was like oh I was like, yeah. She's like, did you start dating someone? And I was like, no, I've been single for like months now. And she's like, no, but like, did you start talking to someone? And like, like, have you like gone out on a date recently? Maybe not a boyfriend, but just like a date. And I was like, no, I haven't even done that. She's like, oh, well, I'm seeing that someone is here. Like, if it's not actively here, they're like a finger snap away from being here. And I was like, oh, yeah, I mean, I guess I've met some people that are cool, but, you know, I haven't, like, started any serious relationship. And she was like, no, like, I'm seeing, like, the person for you. Like, whatever your perfect match is, whatever you're looking for, and been, and then she was like, do you manifest? And I was like, actually, yeah, I do. And I was like, it's a, kind of a new thing. I just started this summer. And she was like, oh, I can tell. And I don't know. She just, like, we haven't, this, she didn't know I was single. Or if she did, it wasn't, like, an active thing we ever talked about. And she was just like, yeah, you have met someone that is going to be the person you've been looking for. And I was like, all right, well, that's cool. And so that whole day passed and I was like, oh, that was cool to hear. But also I was a little bit still like, mm, well, this is all kind of like bullshit anyways. So, you know, whatever happens, happens. Um, I, I've often believed that people who do the tarot card readings just like tell people what they want to hear. So at that point, I was like, cool, you could have said that about any single person, and they would have been like, by golly, like, let's go. Um, but sure enough, this was maybe two weeks before we got on campus, or at least before I was on campus, because I went in early. I go on campus, and there had been a guy I met the end of my sophomore semester, spring semester, and we weren't actively talking at all, but we had each other's Snapchats, and every once in a blue moon, like, we would send a sentence to each other. And that person, when I had met him was we just like really connected and so 
when we got back on campus, I was like, oh, this is someone who's cool. Like, I, th- I don't know if he's in a relationship or what right now, though. So, like, I don't want to bug him. But, like, let's just hang out. During that first week of, uh, on campus, we got together. And we hung out for maybe two days. And the second day I was a trip to this place called Hollis Hill Farm. When we were there, he asked me to dance. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's great. And then at, the, like, the end of the day, we, he asked if I wanted to go on a drive. So we went on a drive. And then we ended up sitting at the dock on our campus because our campus is on a lake. And we ended up sitting there all the way till 7 a.m. Just talking and sharing music and sharing videos that made us happy and things like that. Uh, the next weekend, he asked me out. Two and a half years later, that's the person I'm still with. And that's Tyler, the love of my life. And I am 1000% sure that this is the person I'm marrying. I've had that thought before when I thought I met someone who matched me perfectly. But being with him has like, it wasn't just someone that I felt I could be with forever it was someone who I knew matched me absolutely perfectly like there is not one thing I would change and it's crazy so anyways this was something that I manifested and you know you can call it a coincidence or say yeah you know it's just psychology and stuff like that but I believe that's what manifesting is and for me that actually happens I will say I never had any deja vu about meeting someone and so I've never had any I feel like some people have dreams about like who they're gonna meet or when they meet them but I never had any of those but yeah during that time I manifested like the love of my life and so I really want to bring start bringing that forward with my current life and start manifesting the things that I want now and to be honest I'm not totally sure what I want right now I know I want a stable career I know I want to move out I know I want to move in with Tyler and I know I want to be successful and there's probably a lot more clear, concise goals in that. But if it worked once, why not let it work again? So yeah, guys, that's all I have for you today. If anyone has any specific questions about deja vu or manifesting, you can comment or DM and ask me. Or uh, your better option is to Google it yourself and do a little research, guys, because it's worth it. And if I had my notebook on me right now, I would read the actual notes that I took from when I was researching that. But I have no idea what that is right now. I hope everyone has a safe and fun Halloween. And remember to put in the energy that you want to receive and you never know where it'll take you. Additionally, if you want to try lucid dreaming, I couldn't tell you how I started. It just sort of started happening for me. And now because it's happened so many times, I just sort of recognize when I'm in a, in a dream and it just happens. It doesn't happen every night, but it happens often enough for me to be like, yeah, at least once a week I am lucid dreaming. And it's actually really cool. And I have a bunch of written down stories from that. So if y'all want to hear some of those, some of the weird ones that have happened, and some of the cool ones too. And just some of my dreams in general because there's a lot to unpack in this brain. I will happily share that with you guys. And we'll definitely be making an episode at some point. Stay safe and have a good week everyone. Bye. Bye.